Hi guys, welcome back to the Third and Long Podcast. I am Drazen Ginsberg, and I'm joined by my hosts, Sean Aylin, Greg Gitter, Max Roselli, and Henry Mitchell. This is episode 10, week 13. Max, we have tons of topics today. I'm going to hand it off to you. Let's get it. We're going to start with Kamara. We, we warned you guys last week. Kamara, production going down. He had 11 carries with one reception. Latavius Murray exploded. 19 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. What does this mean for Saints football? Well, it's going to be a lot different because obviously we know that Kamara has, throughout his whole career, he's been one of the primary backs in the league. And he started to turn into more of a receiving back, obviously. And, he, I mean, he's been that for almost his whole career, which is why he gets all those, you know, yards off receiving and touchdowns. And uh, his, the first week that Taysom started, he didn't have a single catch. And last week he had one catch for negative two yards. So that's the primary reason we've seen his fantasy points go down, which hurts a lot for fantasy owners like me because – now I don't really know what he's going to do every week, especially with Taysom, who's probably going to be starting for a while. If Drew Brees comes back, we don't really know if that's going to happen. So it's a lot different, but I think they're still going to produce. They're still going to win games because they know how to win games, and Taysom can definitely lead that team. We, we've had a lot of, like, we don't really know what he's going to do, but I feel like he's solidified himself as a, a decent quarterback for them, especially with the rushing. So I know, like, so Latavius, him and Latavius Murray have been, like, the big, like, he likes Latavius Murray a lot better because he can actually run the ball where Kamara is just, Kamara is basically a receiver in the backfield. So um, I think it's not going to change much. It's just changing how Kamara is going to produce in terms of fantasy and also just his stats. So, yeah. You think that's so, going to turn to a committee? So what do we uh, think that – Latavius Murray can be a good flex play. Yeah, I am playing him at flex because I I have I now have Kamara and Murray, and I know every week one of them will go off hopefully, or it'll just be Max. Max thinks that was a bad decision, but I agree. It's always it's always good to have backups, and I, I think I in this case in this case they both can produce. So I don't care if you guys hate on me. I'm ten and two, so it's fine. Yeah, um, uh, back to, like, why Kamara's production is going down. First off, I mean, Taysom Hill obviously is scoring touchdowns there uh, by rushing via rushing, uh, which is going to hurt Kamara. Um, and I think some of the bigger reasons are uh, instead of, like, taking a dump-down pass to Kamara, Taysom Hill is going to rush. Like, if he doesn't see anything up and downfield, he's going to run with the ball instead of looking um, – to his right and left and dumping it down to Kamara. And also, Taysom Hill's willing to, like, take shots downfield. Like, they're doing more than 10, 20-yard passes, um, which is also hurting Kamara because a running back, even a receiving back like Kamara, isn't really going to go downfield as much as a receiver. And Taysom Hill is throwing it downfield more than um, Drew Brees would be. Um, not able to, but more than Drew Brees does normally. So that's there's multiple, like, aspects of Taysom Hill's game. And the Saints' offense, as of now, that's taking away from Kamara and Kamara's production. Well, I think that game was a bit of an anomaly. Moving on to, like, the Denver versus Saints. They started Durham, folk hero. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that game was the weirdest. Honestly, I think Kamara is going down, but that game might be an anomaly. Fantasy owners, don't panic too much here because this is an anomaly game, okay? 
They were up the whole time. There's no way they were going to get down in that game. That's when they're going to use Kamara when they're down in games, not Latavius Murray. So don't panic here. They're facing Atlanta. They're going to have to keep up Atlanta. That's going to be a shootout game. They're going to be passing the ball a ton. So I think Kamara will do pretty well. Don't expect a lot, but he will do better. That was one of the worst games I've seen from him in his whole career. Probably. Max, didn't you tell me to panic that I had Kamara? That's okay. What you... That's called a hyperbole. I learned that today so, in English class. I, until Drew Brees <laughs> comes down, <laughs> until Drew Brees comes back, excuse me, uh, I have Kamara as an RB2. Um, I just don't see him giving consistent RB1 production until Drew Brees comes back because his the way that he fits into the offense has changed so much when uh, Taysom Hill is the starter there. So. Okay, well, moving on to other running backs. There's this new guy named David Montgomery. I want to talk about him a little. And I want to, want, I want to ask, his schedule is by far the easiest compared to, like, Derek Henry. I think they have the easiest schedules. So I'm wondering, can he be a top 10 back the rest of the season? No. What's his schedule? Can, would you mind reading that? Yeah, I'll read it right here. So he faces Detroit this week. He's got Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Green Bay. Okay, that's – I mean, that's generally easy. I think um, – well, he's not new. I don't know what you're talking about. He's been in the league a couple years. No, but I, new, newly being, like, good. A good game. I know, I know what you mean. Had, I know what you mean. Yeah, he finally had a good game. And I know, first like – 100-yard game. Right. So, I think um, – I mean, I think he could keep it up. It really all, it just all depends on how that offense is going to run because now that – Yeah, I was just about to say, now that Mitch is starting – Maybe he, you know, maybe he's going to give it to Montgomery more. And um, do you all know, how did, how did Allen Robinson do the other day? Three he had two touchdowns. He had two touchdowns. 70 yards. Yeah. So, okay. Also yeah. So, I think, I think Mitch is definitely helping that offense. I know it's Mitch Trubisky. He's always been sort of like a meme. But I think, I think now that they, like, know who their weapons are, Montgomery and Allen Robinson, I think – they're going to produce a lot more, and especially if they're playing these bad defenses the rest of the season, except maybe like Green Bay. I would say, uh, yeah, he's definitely getting a lot better. I don't, I wouldn't say top ten, but I mean, it, it really just depend depends on like other players' rest of the season. But you have to look like so. Mitch started the first three games of the season for the Bears. Looking at Robert, not Robinson. Looking at Montgomery's first three games, yards per carry: four point nine, five point one, three point two. With Nick Foles, he didn't top 4.2 the whole time, went down to 2.1, now to 9.4 with Mitch coming back. So I think Mitch may help Montgomery even more. It looks like Mitch is a little bit more willing to use him in the red zone, a little bit more check downs over there. I saw a screen pass the other game to Montgomery. So I think Mitch will definitely help Montgomery's output in the last couple of weeks of the season, luckily just in time for fantasy playoffs. So um, back when Nick Foles was quarterback, I was I, – the Bears didn't really look alive, but un- until uh, last week's game with Mitch, I I really thought that the Bears looked more alive than they ever did. Um, and we saw like Allen Robinson getting two touchdowns. Mitch Trubisky had three touchdowns, including a two point conversion to Darnell Mooney. And even though they lost, it was to the Packers. But but with Mitch Trubisky in this game, I think that the Bears can can do something more than they did with Nick Foles. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think the interceptions are always a concern. He had two last game, I'm pretty sure. But, I mean, I think if he's throwing three touchdowns and two picks, it's not that much of a concern. But 
as long as they can keep the ball in their really good players' hands. And we know their defense is very solid. So I'd say uh, the Bears are definitely uh, – I mean, they lost a lot with Nick Foles, but I think they're definitely uh, becoming more of a threat. Uh, back to the Montgomery thing. So obviously fantasy owners and just people – in general, have always been ripping on Montgomery this season because he really hasn't had any phenomenal games until last week. But I just looked up his schedule, and he actually had a pretty, like, decently hard schedule to be a running back against. Like, he had the Titans, he had the Saints, the Rams, the Panthers, the Buccaneers, the Colts, and then the Falcons, and then the Giants and the Lions were when he started to really pick it up. Yeah, well, always as a running back, he's been generally unproductive. But the only thing that kept him in fantasy was volume. Same with Frank Gore, if you look at him. Same with a lot of those guys. So I do see him as a viable option down the stretch just because of the volume. This game, he did play well, and I have to give that to him. So moving on, let's move on to the return of Eckler and Chris Carson. Eckler, before the game, said he wasn't going to fill a bell car role, which means a three-down role. But, look, he had 25 touches. He's back. Herbert looks better with him. That looks pretty good. And then Chris Carson, I saw they used Carlos Hyde, like, extremely more. And I just want to wonder, are they going to keep using Hyde, or are they going to stick with Chris Carson, the more talented back? I I think they stick with Chris Carson. There's no reason to give it to Hyde. I mean, Chris Carson is a very talented running back. Um and before the season, I mean, before his injury, he was getting a big majority of the carries. Um, I think the only reason Carlos Hyde is getting work is because they just don't want to rush Chris Carson completely back into things. They want to give him time to make sure he's 100% healthy uh, before he gets, every, like, basically all the carries. So they're just trying, I think they're just trying to ease him back in. And once he's, like, absolutely 1,000% ready to take all the carries in the game, I think that's when we'll see Hyde to get the ball less and less each game. I I kind of disagree. I mean, Carlos Hyde, he like, in my opinion, he's looked like last week. I really didn't watch that much of the Seahawks game, but from what I did see, he looked better than Carson almost. But I feel like we see that a lot with running back twos because, I mean, they kind of walk around with a chip on their shoulder because they're not starting. They know they're only going to get – X amount of carries per game, so they have to make the most of it. But whenever we saw Carlos Carlos Hyde get the ball, it was always a pretty decent run, and we didn't really see him getting stopped the line of scrimmage too much. Yeah, and I think um, – I mean, I, I, I actually agree with Sean. I'd say the only – well, in terms of some things, I would just say the only reason that they were playing Carlos Hyde more is just to ease him back into things. And um, if we're talking about Eckler, I would say uh, – Eckler, he had a great week. He didn't score, but, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I think um, in terms of fantasy, he's definitely a great option for your running back one or two. Um, I know Max has him at flex, so whatever. But, yeah, yeah, so I think Eckler and Carson both coming back really helped their team a lot in the run game. Um, and obviously, uh, Eckler's a really good receiving back, so that's another option for, for Herbert. And, um, yeah, I think both of those offenses are just going to get more lethal with, with their running backs coming back. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on to some teams here. The Giants, three-game win streak, emergence of Evan Ingram, Wayne Gallman, both look really good. And, like, are they going to win that division? 
I think it's between them and the football team. I think I think they're going to win it. I think Wayne Gallman is amazing. Although, Daniel Jones is ruled out for a countless amount of weeks. So, who's Colt there? McCoy starting. Who's, oh, Colt McCoy. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, who? Colt McCoy. McCoy? Former oh, Texas quarterback. No. I, th- and, uh, I think Washington's walking away with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, How no. long is he out for? Yeah. Like, it's going to be hard. Definitely, but I think they're become more reliant on their running back set with Devontae Freeman coming back soon, and it'll be Gallman, Devontae, yeah, I mean, I, and Deion Lewis when he, if he ever gets back. So I think I, I, I think I think the Giants will win the division. I think yeah, I agree. I think the Giants will win. I think even with a backup, I mean, backups just because they're backups doesn't make them bad. I mean, Colt McCoy, I've seen him play in the league. He's not that great, but their their running backs. Um, especially Gallman has have emerged as really good players. So I think they don't need uh, crazy good wide receivers to do anything. And if Devontae Freeman's going to come back, then I think they'll be fine. I think, I think I'm pretty sure they're only like one game, one game up in the division or they have four wins, I think. So I would yeah. say, uh, yeah, I think they're going to win. I think, I, mean, I think Washington will come in second and then the rest doesn't really Realistically, and any team can win the division right now. Yeah. Honestly. It's crazy. How long crazy. is um, Daniel Jones out? They, they haven't ruled a timeline yet, but they said he's going to be out for a lengthy amount of time. Uh, so probably the rest of the season. There's um, no reason for him to play. Yeah. Okay, so y'all are telling me that y'all see the Giants winning that division and emerging over anybody else in the division with Colt McCoy at quarterback. Yes. I don't, think it, I don't think it matters that Colt – I don't think it matters that Colt McCoy is their quarterback. I think, I think it most definitely does. I Yeah, I mean – Cole McCoy, first off, he's a backup to Daniel Jones. Like, Daniel Jones is not a very good quarterback, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion. I don't I, – I just don't see Colt McCoy carrying them to however many more wins it could take to win the – it could literally just be one, one more win. game. Whoever yeah. wins one more game could win the division um, between the Giants and football team. Okay. So, they'll both move the four and – Eight this week because the Giants play the Seahawks and the football team plays the Steelers. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, that's yeah. I think that's an L for both. Teams. It's gonna be. Yeah, I think it'll be definitely. really close between those teams, and it's gonna come down to whoever wins one, two, maybe three games. Um, I mean, you can even go to like Dallas somewhere and hope yeah. like those crazy fans get a get a win, and then the Eagles were leading the division before this week. It's yeah. crazy so, how fast a bad division can turn around. That that it, it just changes com- entirely. Yeah, yeah. And then continuing on with that, we saw Carson Wentz falter again. Hurts has a little bit more snaps, but I think they should incorporate him a little more in the game plan. But yeah, that division is not doing great, like we say every single week. Um, fantasy perspective for the New York Giants, like really on Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman is very touchdown dependent. Like at the past five games, he's gotten touchdown, and I believe just last week he got two so that's if if the Giants can somehow get get to the other side of the field I uh then Wayne Gallman can just get in there because he is he is a definite reason why this New York Giants team has been on a four-game winning streak. yeah he had a 24 carries last game that's like yeah. a crazy amount of carries moving on from the NFCs let's go in to Mr. 
Will Fuller. So he gets busted for taking PED drugs. So this impact on fantasy, Deshaun, I think, goes down. Cooks, up. Duke Johnson, up. All the receivers. Kiki Kuti, very deep sleeper. Kiki Kuti, keep that name in mind. So, yeah, Will Fuller, out for a season. You can drop him. But, yeah, anything to say on him? Uh, it's really unfortunate because I think, uh, I mean, obviously besides Deshaun, I think he's their best player. Um, Drazen told me the other day that he is number four in position rank in fantasy. So a huge blow to anyone who has him on their team. Um, I think the Texans aren't really going anywhere from here. So I would say definitely Brandon Cooks uh, is going to be a lot better for fantasy. Um, I mean, Kiki QT, I mean, he's like, I remember a couple years ago, he used to be like, like a high end waiver pickup and now he's just like nowhere, but I guess you could, I mean, get him. Also they released Kenny Stills. Oh, they did. Okay. So yeah. So I would see if QT is available. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I don't know. They're, I'm not, that's, they're not really a threat, so it's not <laughs> yeah. too much to worry about, but it's, it's just unfortunate to see such a good player get busted for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, wish the best for him next year. He's also out for one game next year, by the way. He also so wants moving, to be traded, so maybe not next year. Yeah, it, maybe not. Okay, moving on. Let's move in into Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen did not play this week, and look what happened. Jefferson popped off. So I think that can be a one-two tandem, Jefferson being the two there, but a very strong two. So Kirk Cousins looks way better than anybody would think. And Dalvin Cook got banged up a little. I think they're going to injury pad him, play Madison a little, and pass the ball way more to Jefferson and Thielen. That's how that's going to work out. Anything that's kind of I mean, as far as the uh, Thielen and Jefferson go, uh, like, I don't even know. that. I mean, nothing, nothing really is going to change, I don't think. I mean, Jefferson's going to continue doing what he's doing. Thielen's going to continue doing what he's doing. They're both very talented um, receivers. Um, and they're building one of the stronger wide receiver courts in the NFL. I think Jefferson's evolved into a bit more consistent now. When he remember in the beginning of the league, beginning of the year, he dropped like 26 yards and then he'd go for like 170 something. But now he's dropping consistent every game. So fantasy, he looks like a good wide receiver two, wide receiver three option. But yeah. Wait, so was, was Thielen's injury, was that just one week? Was that just that was COVID. That was just COVID. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I think um, they're still a threat. I mean, like Max said, I think that's definitely one of the best uh, receiver tandems in the league. Uh, I think Jefferson was a great replacement for Diggs. I think uh, – I mean, I think Diggs is playing better, but I think he's still – like Jefferson is still like very good for, that, for having the second best receiver on the team. So, uh, yeah. That team is a threat, and it's good to see Kirk Cousins playing better because he's on a huge contract. He's been on it for a couple of years. So I think, um, yeah. Moving on uh, to other young receivers, let's move on to DK and Russell. Now, I understand Russell, he hasn't, it's not been let Russ cook anymore. It's been let run the ball, let's run the ball more cook. I don't know. But like, they've been running the ball way more, but DK is still managing to produce, and Tyler Lockett's involving into a more in- inconsistent, high upside fantasy option. Well, DK has evolved in a bit more consistent than Lockett has. So I think they're both good wide receiver ones with DK a little bit higher than Lockett. 
But yeah, yeah. It, do you guys think Russ is still in the MVP conversation? I mean, he's gonna be in the conversation. He'll probably get some votes, but he's not yeah. I I yeah. I don't I don't really see a reason he's he shouldn't be in the conversation. I think even though he's he's been a little inconsistent recently, he's still I mean it's Russell Wilson. Like, how can yeah. he not be in the MVP conversation? He's pretty much in it every year. So, I mean, yeah. Has he ever won? No, I don't think he no, he's, he's never won. No. I, yeah, think I, think he, I think he's been in second, but I think well, Mahomes wasn't will take he the it, one who like Henry thinks Aaron Rodgers will, but like uh <laughs> <laughs> wasn't yeah. Russell Wilson the one who's like never gotten an MVP vote? I thought I thought that was. I feel like that might be the case. He's he has won yeah. a Super Bowl though, so yeah, yeah. which yeah, I mean that Bronco. I, I, I think he'll still be in it, but beginning of the year I thought he was like a lock to win now. He's not gonna win, but awesome. yeah, no, no. But he he won a Super Bowl too against the Broncos. It was a couple years earlier. Yeah, before the before the, the it was like ran the ball three years before the Malcolm Butler pick. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, they it was won it was just like Peyton Manning. The game Peyton oh, Manning. Uh, if this means anything, the game started off like the first play was a safety. If that means anything, it's like the earliest score. Well, I remember the Broncos Panthers Super Bowl. I don't remember Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was like forty. Yeah. Five or something. I don't. Know. I'll take your word for it. I guess. Yeah. Anything to say on Russell here? I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers, Henry? Let's keep talking about Russell. No. Right. <laughs> no. Fine, fine. Aaron Rodgers. If you really want me to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Earlier here. today, I told Max that I thought he was a little bit more skilled than Patrick Mahomes. But I said, obviously, Patrick Mahomes' stats are better. I'm taking that back because I reconsidered <laughs> the weapons that Mahomes has. And sure, you could say he has better weapons than uh, – than Rodgers, but I mean they're very close. Uh, cool. So I would say Mahomes should win MVP, and I think uh, I think Rodgers should definitely be second because I think over the last month he's probably been the best player in the NFC. That's my opinion. You could say Dalvin Cook, but I think it's been Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers has more experience. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, I guess that goes to skill, but but Aaron Rodgers knows this NFL game probably more than a lot of other quarterbacks. And, I mean, I, I will talk about Aaron Rodgers because I have him in my other league. Um, but, um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers gets, like, three touchdowns a game. At least. And, yeah, and, and also he has his strongest weapon, Devontae Adams, and that, that duo is probably the best in the NFL. And It's up there. Honestly, like, I mean, if – I mean, he's I don't, he's not gonna get MVP, but if he if he does, I would I would be like I would be pretty psyched about it because I think he in some ways kind of deserves it. Definitely last season, like I had him last season, and he 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 was not good. Yeah, I remember. And, yeah, and, he wasn't. Yeah, and I will say in the in my other draft, I was very. Uh, like should should I pick Aaron Rodgers? Like I, I don't think I should, or like but uh, but then I don't know. Like he just popped off this year and he, he's thirty eight doing his thing. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So let's move on to our last topic. Massive game from Derrick Henry against the Colts defense. And I want to know: Do you think the Titans have a chance at the Super Bowl? Uh, yes, they do. I think I think Derrick, despite Henry, the defense concerns. I mean, yeah, I think. I think their offense is 
good enough. I think I think if they do make it to the Super Bowl, it'll be from all the games before that will be very close. I think I think the Chiefs can obviously beat them, but I think they can also beat the Chiefs. I think I think uh, Derrick Henry and AJ Brown are, in my opinion, top two receiver and uh, running back duo in the league. I think Derrick Henry is probably the best running back. So um, I think there's a chance there, and if their defense can just get a little better, then it'd be nice. But uh, I think Tannehill's playing solid, and he's playing well enough to definitely lead them to a pretty high playoff spot. So I think there's definitely a chance. I don't see them making the Super Bowl, and let alone winning it. Um, There's still stronger teams in the AFC than them, like the um, Chiefs, obviously, the Steelers. I mean, some people could would probably not probably some people would say the Colts, which I don't agree with. But I mean, there's a lot of AFC teams that can at least compete with the Titans, and there are definitely you know two to four that can beat them consistently. Um, so I I don't think the Titans have a place in the Super Bowl, making the Super Bowl, winning it by any means. Yeah, I just don't I don't see that happening. So moving on from that, I thought the Colts' defense is probably, like, the, one of the best in the league. And then they get tortured for, like, 170 yards on the ground. And run defense is probably their strongest suit with Darius Leonard behind there. So I just want to want – are they still a legit defense, or is that just one little instance of a good player beating a good defense? That's just one little instance. The, the, the Colts' defense has been so consistent throughout this whole season. But just th- – th- it was bound to be one game where – they just totally flunked, and this was that game. Yeah, I just saw it, and, like, every play, you just knew, like, Derrick Henry was going to get 10 yards, and that just reminds me of the December games from last season, too, where, like, every play, you just saw it, and he just kept running and running, and, like, he's a marvel to look at sometimes. But, yeah, yeah I think – on... Wait, wait, I think that's just – I agree with Drazen. I think it's just a matter of the fact that the Titans' offense played so well because earlier this season when the Colts played the Titans – the Titans had like, or the Colts had like, the Colts defense had like 12 fantasy points. And this past game, they had negative five. So it's just, uh, I think it's just because it was such a good game from Derrick Henry. And um, I think A.J. Brown scored twice, right? He had, didn't he have a kicker? No, he scored like, once. He just he had that like seven yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. Okay. He so, well, you can also look at it like last time against the Colts, Derrick Henry did well too. So, like, yeah. Maybe it's just a matter of a good player. Basically. It's 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 also like picks. Like picks obviously get you points for fantasy. Yeah, and it, but and that that's yeah. a very run heavy team. picks. I'm yeah, pretty sure. A very run heavy team, and yeah. they don't want to put the ball, risk the ball, in any way, shape, or form. Right. So I, I, I have a yeah. I have a question for y'all. Um, do y'all think the Colts make the playoffs? I think they're. Do you, are they down one or up one on the Titans? In the division, I I feel like they're I feel like they're down one. Let me I'll I'll check right now. I feel like they just went down one. Okay, no, 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 so, yeah, they're down one. Yeah, Colts are seven and four. Yeah, Titans are Titans eight, are eight and, three. and three. Yeah, so, so I say I'd I say see them maybe not making it. I'd say well, I mean obviously wild card at most, but I I don't think they will. I Is think the playoffs are modified this year, correct? Yeah. No, okay. mo- no, they're they're not modified specifically for this year. They're just, I think they introduced one more team. Yeah. The, uh, well, sorry. what I see the wild card teams getting it are the Browns definitely because they're eight and three and they're a wild card team because the Steelers are in the same division as them. 
and maybe even the Ravens coming at the end. So like, it's gonna be a packed crew over there. Yeah, there's but, there's so many teams that are like good enough to make Dolphins. like at least the wild card. Yeah, the Dolphins. Dolphins and the Patriots are making a late push over there. So like, that's I, I don't I don't see that happening. But you never know. It's the Patriots. I mean, I I think the Colts have a legitimate and the Raiders. But yeah, I just I don't I want okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Colts though. I want to see Philip Rivers win a Super Bowl, but like they're. I don't like, like it, it would be such a like it would be so cool to see him win, but like because he's been in the league so long, he's been so good for so long. But I don't think he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, especially this year. And like, yeah. and obviously they have a great defense with Leonard and stuff and DeForest Buckner. But I mean, when you look at that not Colts offense. Enough. There's no weapons. Yeah, it's there's. I mean, I mean, Pittman has evolved a little. I gotta give you who that. Has, who Naheem Hines has evolved. Oh yeah, but. I think Jonathan Taylor's solid. They have T.Y. Hilton's watch. T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he. I think T.Y. Hilton. I. I don't. I don't watch Colts game at, at all. I don't know how he's done, but I think. I think he still can be a very good player. Um, yeah. I. I don't know anything about the Colts, so I can't really uh, talk. About I. That. I heard that T.Y. Hilton got like his first touchdown. Yeah, first touchdown. Yeah, of the season yeah. He had week. a good. He had a good game this past week. It was his first. Good but yeah, I mean, he still isn't what he used to be. But, but yeah, yeah, being T.Y. Hilton and that's his first touchdown. That's, that's I noticed that Rivers is always like those plus size receivers, and that's Pittman, that's Keenan Allen, that's oh, Mike Pittman. Williams. I forgot about him. He's yeah, great. so like I think Rivers loves those big receivers because they're reliable and they're like good. I gotta tell you that. Yeah, and like that's when Rivers was like a Pro Bowl guy, maybe even a Hall of Fame guy with Keenan Allen and stuff. So. I think it's really cool that he reignited himself in Indianapolis. So moving on from receivers, what do you, we're going to move on to top five receivers here. We did this in the beginning of the podcast season, and we had probably way different opinions now. But, like, everybody want to go down the line and give everybody their top five receivers. All right. Uh, I'm going to go first. I think because of the way he played this past week, I think Tyreek Hill is one. I I know okay I know you could say DeAndre or Devonte Adams but like I think it's very it's very close okay, and okay. I think Tyreek's one okay, okay. So I, I put Tyreek at one and then two and three are like very hard because I want to say I want to say Hopkins but like he's been pretty inconsistent lately so I'd say just this season I'm gonna go Devonte two and DeAndre three okay and I'd say four and five. I who give me some options. You got Keenan Allen. You got Keelan Diggs. Yeah. Julio DK. Julio. Julio. Lockett. Okay. I feel like I feel like I want to I want to put Keenan Allen in the top five because I think he's been amazing. And I think number five. I don't know. This is hard. I feel like maybe Diggs. Oh, Christian's listening right oh, now. Christian. Yeah. Oh, maybe God. Dig, maybe <laughs> dig, but, but like, there's a lot. There's so is this year. There's so many good receivers. It's really hard. It's really hard to put a, a top five. But I think okay. that top three, that top three is interchangeable. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think all top like all five can be almost any order of because there's just so many talented receivers in the league. And I I wouldn't be mad if you had Tyreek one. Um, Michael Thomas, I could still see it one. D Hop, like there's so many options, but I, I have D Hop one, Julio two, um, Devonte Adams three, Tyreek four, Michael Thomas five. Yeah, 
That is my order. Yeah, in spite of like the concerns with the injuries. Yeah, I mean, if they're healthy, I mean, they're, they're elite receivers. Here's mine. Number one, I got Devontae. Number two, I got Tyreek. Number three, I got D-Hop. Number four, I got Keenan. Number five, now you're out there hating me. DK Metcalf. <laughs> I know no. you're out there hating me. I know you're out there hating me. That man okay? drops so, so many, many DK haters in this world, and I'm not one of them. Yeah, so I, I understand. You're going to say, drops. It's, he, he's good enough where no cornerback can stop him. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. All right, Drazen. Drazen, what about you? What's your list? I, I, I kind of have uh, – okay, so number one, uh, no, number one, I'm just going to say Devontae Adams. I, I genuinely really like Devontae Adams. And then two, uh, two D-Hop, three Tyreek, four um, – wait, four uh, – Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. And then five, I'm probably going to – I'm probably going to go with Thielen. Like being honest. Nice, nice. I think I think Thielen's in the conversation. Definitely. He definitely Thielen's, def- is. Thielen's in the conversation because Thielen is a threat at the Viking at at the ten yard line. Yeah, yeah he's a major a red zone threat. Yeah, and although he may not pile up the yardages due to his other like top five counterparts, he's a major red zone threat, just like Mike Evans too. He's better than and, Mike Evans. And I'm, yeah. Thielen can definitely get the like get the ball and and run like i mean he he's gotten some deep passes but it's just justin jefferson normally gets those yeah Yeah. definitely um i'm gonna talk about dk for a little bit i i'm not a dk hater i like his i like his game um i like his the position he's in with the seahawks but i don't see him top five i i think next year or the year after absolutely but as of right now i have him top 10 Around like seven or eight, because um, I I have Keenan Allen the top five guys that I said, and then I have I think Keenan Allen, Thielen, and Diggs are all. Wait, did you have Tyreek in your top five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had Tyreek fourth. I I think. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think there's still um, guys who are definitely not as athletic or strong as DK, but just more skilled in terms of yeah. Being a yeah. receiver, I think that comes down to a lot of it. That's why. That's why I feel like a lot of people have D Hop at one, because that man's hands are like. But like honestly, he's not had like an incredible season. Yeah, but he's D Hop, which is yeah. why he's he's I, he's like so talented. It's crazy. And also, just tampering the expectations here. Past two games, Kyler has been injured, so keep that in mind. That's why he's had like fifty yards in total. Oh, shoulder. So, sorry. What is yeah. it, what is is it his shoulder? Yeah, same thing can McCaffrey had. But like that that could tamper the expectations definitely. It's your decision, Deshaun or Kyler. And like I mean, I don't really know there. I think D Hop is definitely always a top five lock in most conversations. But of course this season those past two games have been evident of him not producing like he usually does. So you, uh, talk about the Dolphins. Moving on, talk about the Dolphins a little bit here. So, Tua and Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick started the game. They played great. And I noticed more and more Devontae Parker does way better with Fitz over there. Gasecki does better with Fitz over there. They all do better with Fitz over there. And I just do not know why they're still starting Tua. They say they're going to start Tua. Uh, well, this year, um, I'm not this year. This week, I think Fitz is going to play. I could be completely wrong. Um, but. At least I only know this because of fantasy because I'm starting Fitzpatrick this week if he plays. 
He's projected like 18 points. Uh, I think two is still like injured or something. It was a game time decision, I believe. Yeah. So I at least in in fan ESPN fantasy has Tua not playing as of right now. Um, mm-hmm. But that is that could definitely change over the course of the next few days. Uh, yeah. Dolphins are going against the Bengals, right? Or is it? I don't know. I think, I think you're correct. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going against the yeah, Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like moving on to the Bengals though. Look at the Brandon Allen conundrum over there. I said we said this last week. Like it's not happening. It's it's not happening. Every Bengals player stock just went. It took a massive hit. Every single player. I'm telling you, I could see Tyler Boyd is droppable in the next two weeks. About so. So like droppable. Honestly, okay, that's a little far. But I could see it happening. T Higgins. Man. I think he could drop him right now. T Higgins. He could drop. He had a better game than Boyd. I mean, he actually scored. I mean, he yeah, he had a touchdown. I mean, forty-four yards on like five receptions. Yeah, so they're playing to the run more. You could tell Bernard's not been as productive. Neither has Piran. So I just don't see the Bengals. I see the Bengals calling it quits right now and just say prepare for next year. I, I don't think they're playing to the run more. I think they're playing on defense more. Like their their offense is terrible. Like they're just yeah. not. They can't stay out on the field. Like, yeah, I, I mean, and then, I mean, their defense isn't top tier either, so they're not going to be winning games. So, I mean, I don't know, but and, it doesn't look bright future for and them. definitely if Fitzpatrick starts, I think because they're playing the Bengals, that he is probably a must start. Oh, yeah, definitely for fantasy-wise. I think if he's playing, he's a definitely good waiver pickup streaming option for this week, definitely. And then I have one more topic here. It is the Steelers, okay? I understand they're undefeated, and some people think they're the eighth-best team in the league for some odd reason. But, (laughs) okay. I don't think they are the best team in the league because of these really close games. I don't think they're going to go undefeated the rest of the season. What do you guys think? I think they will uh, fall. I, I think I think they're going to go undefeated. I don't think, I think the they will fall. League, I think they're going to go undefeated. I think they will fall. I love you, Christian. To the Bills. I think the Steelers will lose to the Bills. I think they play Week 16, if I'm correct. I think they will lose to the Bills. <laughs> I hope not. I can't. Stand yeah, we're going to hear a mouthful from Christian. So but. okay, so I think the Steelers are very, very good. I think they're slightly overrated, just because of their schedule. Um, and I mean, undefeated is undefeated. They're a top three team in the league, I think. Um, right yeah. after the Chiefs and maybe like Packers, maybe even the Bucks. Like I don't know. Saints. Yeah. There's some Saints teams like that. Yeah, Saints. Um, so I think I think Steelers are top three, top five team. Um, undefeated, obviously, is undefeated, but they have had what appears to be the easiest schedule in the league in terms of um, out of like division games because their division's pretty tough, but of course they played the Ravens practice squad basically. Yeah. Uh, so it it just hasn't been too difficult for the Steelers to yeah, win. Definitely. I was watching that game Wednesday afternoon prime time, but like in the red zone, they do not look efficient. And I, I Tomlin was ripping on this squad. And like when they asked, why aren't you guys doing well in the red zone? He just said, we suck. So like, their red zone efficiency is not good. Of course, the defense is still going to be a, probably the number one defense in the league. That's what's catapulting them to all these winning games because their defense has three touchdowns, 
tons of interceptions. But their offense is not looking as good as it used to. There's tons of drops. I don't I mean, it doesn't help that James Conner has COVID. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And honestly, he was good beginning of the season. He's become a little bit less productive, but he's still good. But Benny Snell looked fine, though. He had like 90 yards. Benny Snell looked pretty good. good, good Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they're facing practice squad guys, but I think they are slightly overrated. And I see them number one in power rankings, and I see the Chiefs right behind it. I'm like, I want to see Chiefs versus Steelers and see what happens over there. Yeah, because I know who would win. It'd be the Chiefs. I think, I think so. Too. I think it'd be close because of the defense, but I think I think I don't Chiefs think any defense can contain Mahomes except the Raiders defense, and it's just the Raiders defense for some anomaly yeah. reason. But like, I think the Steelers are definitely a little bit overrated. Yeah. So, guys, that is gonna conclude episode ten of the Third Long Podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed, and come back next week for episode eleven.